0: you're listening to ggr pirate radio don't be a juice bag
1: this is called pirate radio
2: before we get started does anyone want to get out you run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery yeah what do you
1: do what do you do you act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn thing. Same. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. Three, two.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this is Abid Diner on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Guys, make sure you check out our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There's lots of great articles. There's lots of great podcasts. You can check all of them out on the website. Joining me for this evening's podcast, I have the guy who co-founded this website with me back in 2014. We've been doing podcasts since uh, late 2014. Uh, His name is Steve Monick.
2: My only goal is to not be podcast kryptonite.
3: <laughs> We've also got the third leg. Yes, a dick euphemism this early in the podcast. The third leg of the podcast Triforce that is
1: at the diner. His name is MC Brooks. Why I also wear my underwear on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't call it a
3: a triforce anymore because we've added a fourth and permanent member to the team because at one point he wasn't able to be because he was you know was working but now you know the world is on fire and there are no th- such things as jobs anymore uh, his name is James uh, his name's he's got more than one name apparently his name is James Rambo I am the fourth member <laughs> can't say the fourth leg because then it sounds like we're talking about like a horse or something but well in a horse case you know might be accurate <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Jesus oh man this many dick references this early in the podcast it's gonna be a good show guys so let's uh, let's do this let's cue some John Williams here and for those who are unfamiliar yes this song that we're, you're hearing right now this is the theme to Superman this was the uh Christopher Reeve movie that came out and I want to say 1972 I'm checking right now because I feel like a jerk, and I don't know off the top of my head when Superman came out. 1978? Wow, I was way off. Okay. So Christopher Reeve, Superman, 1978. John Williams, uh, who's also famous for doing the music for Star Wars. This music is his. This is Superman. When I think of Superman, even though they've used other versions of this uh, of music for his characters in cartoons and in movies, this is the song that I think of. And what we want to do is we're going to do what we call geek 101 and the first topic in our geek 101 series is going to be superman so what are we going to do with this geek 101 guys what we're going to do is we are going to break down this character for people who i mean i'm sure people who are in the geeky nerdy world might be embarrassed to ask like so what's the deal with superman i know he's got a cape and i know he's like strong and stuff and he can fly but what else don't be embarrassed to ask these questions because again as i mentioned in the first episode we want to be the anti-gatekeeper. geek We want to open this up for anybody who wants to get involved. If you want to know about Superman, let's give you a place to do it. This is a safe place to do it. Ask the nerds, ask the geeks. But what we'll do is we'll start off with the who. So Superman, obviously, who? But l- let's break this down a little bit more. Um, I want to go kind of round table about the things that you guys think are important to say about this character and who Superman is. Um, I, we'll each do kind of like one big one. I would say that, like, the other thing to know with this is obviously Superman is Clark Kent. That's his alter ego in this. Um, Clark Kent is a reporter for the Daily Planet. Uh, he wears glasses. He's kind of nerdy. It's his alter ego so that people don't automatically identify him as Superman. Uh, let me go ahead and we'll pass it to Mr. MC Brooks. What do you think is important about who Superman is that somebody maybe who might be new to this would, would need to know?
1: Uh, Superman's an alien because I, I, I think even though just from his perception like he uh, the way he's drawn he looks just like you and me uh, but in a, in a suit with a with a cape with a giant S on his chest but I do think it's important to remember that Superman's an alien so like there there are a number of ways that you can use that to uh, make larger uh, to, to make points about um, like American culture and how I guess how I guess how we're perceived by someone who is not from here and not of us and in, in the way things are here. So it's important to remember that, you know, for all the slander that Superman seemingly gets on a you know semi regular basis these days, like he's not from here and you know, you, you can make some really great stories uh, keeping that in mind.
3: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. And I think we'll we'll get to the slander in a little bit too. So people kind of understand where that comes from. But uh, Rambo, give me a little bit about Superman. Who is Superman and what, what's important about who he is that people would
0: need to know. Superman is someone who does the right thing every time, no matter what the circumstance. Um, Mark Wade is, is referred to it as Superman finds a way. Um, you do the right thing, whatever that, that is in that situation. That is what, that's what he will do.
3: I think, yeah, I think that's really important, too, because a lot of people and, and it kind of comes with the territory and we'll get into it a, a little bit later. But there's a lot of other characters out there that are that fall into the category of like hero, you know, or like, oh, he's 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 dark. He he's, follows his own rules. That's not Superman. And that's not a bad thing. I think a lot of people conflate those two things, and they think, oh, well, because he has this moral structure that makes him boring. I, I personally disagree. But Steve, give me a little bit of something here, man. What what about Superman, about who he is, is important for, for those who are just getting into the character?
2: Yeah, that the, those last points were kind of actually the, the route I was gonna take with it on, on the who question, because I'm sure we'll get into characters like this in the future, not even necessarily anti-heroes, like you said, like the Punisher, someone who's walking a line. A lot of superheroes and characters are one of two things. They're either just a generic everyman that like a uh, Luke Skywalker, someone that you can step into and just see the world in. It's a kind of a blank template. Or some of them are exact representations of yourself. And you can watch yourself in these stories in, in another way, like a more like a Spider-Man that, where you have, oh, they have everyday problems or whatever. But Superman's a little different. Superman is a symbol of who we should be. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Batman is who we are. Superman is who we are. We have problems. We have, you know, fears and everything. Superman is a super man. And he gets into trouble. He doesn't, you know, uh, always end up being perfect. You know, he, he runs into trouble sometimes. But, you know, that's where Superman's kind of, in my mind, always been different is He's a symbol of what we should strive towards. And it kind of goes to what what Rambo was saying is he always does the right thing. Well, so should we. And that's where I think he's a good bit different than other superheroes, other, you know, fantasy characters that we may talk about in, in future one ones.
3: I think an important thing to, to bring up with this as well is and it, it came up in the most recent solo Superman movie, uh, Man of Steel, where the S on his chest which they say that S the Superman S is one of the most identifiable symbols in the world. They say uh the Christian cross, um the Superman logo, the New York Yankees logo, like the and the Batman logo. Those are like the four like biggest everybody knows what those are. In that most recent Man of Steel movie, they said that that S in Kryptonian stands for hope. And when I think of Superman, that's what I think of. I think that he's a symbol of hope. It's it's the symbol of even though you have the powers of a god and i and I'm paraphrasing this from from Batman uh from a justice League uh comic, even though he has the powers of a god and could obliterate everything without a moment's thought, he doesn't he does the right thing, as Rambo had kind of mentioned before and if anybody has any like other points about about who he is as a character, I mean please just jump in like and then we'll move on to the next one
0: to uh to piggyback on what, um, Mr. Brooks was saying, um, it's, it from a, from a, a, a storytelling like sci-fi standpoint, the alien aspect is really important. Um, but I think from an overall symbol standpoint, the fact that he's an immigrant is really important. Um, and not just an immigrant, but an immigrant created by immigrants. Uh, you know, Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster were, were, two Jewish kids, uh, who lived in Cleveland who wanted to create something strong and powerful. You know, we were, we were just getting into the second world war when Superman was created. Um, and he is someone who was designed to combat. Um, uh, he was, he was a a socially conscious hero. Uh, Superman used to knock down tenement buildings, um, and, and, you know, fight slumlords, uh, so the 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 idea that you know he is supposed to represent some sort of idea of like you know power or strength in a negative is a a very false one and you know the character of superman is designed specifically to do as much good as you can and help as many people as possible
3: yeah absolutely um let's let's jump into something a lot of people may not know um what are his powers and why does he have them? So the the biggest one, super strength and flight. I mean, like that's, that's what everybody knows about him for sure. But I mean like this dude, and I'm not even sure Rambo, I'm probably gonna have to defer to you on this one. I don't even know exactly what he can and can't do anymore because his power sets have changed. I know he's got the laser vision.
0: Um, does he still have the cold breath? Does he still have like, it is rare that they take super superpowers away from that character. Um, so uh uh the the sort of like the general overarching baseline for superman is uh flight super strength uh heat vision cold breath uh x-ray vision um and x-ray vision and heat vision have sort of been um not conflated but combined in a way to say like well superman can see he has he has supervision so he can like see on every spectrum and you know super hearing uh so essentially all of his senses are heightened you know to to... theoretically super smell too then right oh yeah absolutely yeah uh and taste and feel like um you know superman like in the same way that daredevil can do this superman can read a newspaper by touching the type um uh so yeah there there's a uh a very heightened very exaggerated version of of human abilities um he also has super, super speed too as well like super
3: yeah. speed
2: yeah vulnerability like he, mm-hmm. he can physically survive a lot of things like bullets
0: yeah
1: Strong bullets than, can fly into yeah. space without
0: breathing like faster than speeding bullets more powerful than a locomotive i have to say like superman can hold his breath for like two weeks um he does eventually have to breathe. <laughs> um, but he can go a long time without it. Um, anytime you see Superman in a spacesuit, it's so he can communicate with people. That's 100 percent what it is. Um, because there's no air in space. So if you were just talk out into space, there'd be no sound. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean like this this right here, the, the, you know we touched on the one thing in terms of like his inherent goodness. Yeah. The other thing that people tend to harp on is this: he's overpowered. Uh, well, Superman can do anything. And you're like, okay. Well, I hope you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan, because <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you're okay with Goku and, and the Saiyans, but you're not okay with Superman, you have some self reflection to do.
3: Well, let me ask a question here, real quick. Too, while we're talking about his powers, does and, and like, don't be be as honest and forthright as you can about this. Does it bother you that he has as many powers as he does for me? No, I, I think it I've always in the constant Superman versus Batman conversation. I've always preferred Superman because of what he stands for, because of what he is as far as like the symbol of hope, but also like the, the goodness the the things that you would want the world to be, not this dark world that that Batman exists in. Granted, he's trying to make it better, but at the same time, yeah. Like, I, I've never I've never thought of him as like, man, this guy has too many powers. Um, MC, did you have you ever like gotten to that point where you're just like, man, this dude can do everything. This is boring.
1: Well, I used to be, uh, and and I was I was that way probably as recent as uh, when I met all of you actually. Like, I was I was kind of in that same boat, and it is partially through uh hearing you guys talk about him and then like reading stuff on my own that you know i've kind of i've evolved on the superman subject from because i really feel like it's a really lazy it's a it's kind of a lazy thing to just be like oh he's he's op you know he can't be harmed blah 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 and you and to that i say if we were just limiting him to like human threats okay sure but he like a lot of the stuff that superman faces are not just human-based you know human-based threats like you have you have stuff like apocalypse and dark side and a ton of others a ton of other uh creatures and whatnot from space uh, from other from other planets from from elsewhere in the universe that you know can be a can can be a threat i mean do, didn't do doomsday killed superman for for christ's sake yeah i mean so like i used to be i used to be in that in that in that boat but i think just like with any character like if you have a creative enough mind. And they create an an understanding of what kind of story you want to tell. You can make an interesting story for any character, because by and large, with with a lot of these characters, I mean, you could you could argue a lot of these characters, not even just Superman, are overpowered in some form or fashion. Like the Flash has super speed, which sounds like it'd be an impossible thing to write for because he would solve anything in like less than a second. But if you have a creative enough mind, you can can make anything interesting despite whatever powers and abilities they have.
3: I think that's the key there is that it's all about creativity. Because like you said, there are a lot of characters that are almost overpowered. And we've joked about it on this show before. But honestly, Batman gets overpowered a lot because a lot of people (laughs) really truly believe that if Batman had enough prep time, he could beat anybody. And it's... (laughs) And we'll we'll do a whole nother uh, Geek 101 for Batman. That's a whole nother subject. But this just kind of dawned on me. Uh, Superman is kind of like Data from Star Trek or Pinocchio. He is this thing. He's this alien. He's this superpowered individual that has limitless potential, and he just wants to be human. That's all he wants. He just wants a normal human life. He wants a wife, and he wants kids, and he wants to – have a farm and, and, and a house and a mortgage. Like, again, people think he's boring because he just wants a regular life. But he also accepts the role that he is. He, that he understands how immensely truly uh, powerful he is and the responsibility that comes with that. But, um, Steve, I wanted to jump to you on this, man. Do, do you think Superman is OP?
2: Um, Overpowered in the sense that, like, does he have too many? probably cause you can drill down into his history and go super ventriloquism. All right. That's just weird. Like, <laughs> so like in the sense of like, sometimes did they run out of things to do and give him weird powers? Maybe, but that doesn't really matter because of the points you guys are saying like overpowered only matters. If the only element of the story that you care about is the, the punchy parts. Um, and he's just too strong and he's always going to win the fight. Um, And so, you know, when Rambo brought up Dragon Ball Z, well, the fun thing about the weaknesses there are, you know, they're not physical weaknesses. They always show like the characters there that eventually they can kind of hit any level that they want to hit physically. And that's kind of where Superman's at. The fun thing about his stories and showing what his weaknesses are, they're not physical. They're usually like mental or emotional or, you know, like you can't hurt him with a bullet, but you can hurt him with his relationships or you can hurt him by, you know, putting fear into him that he's not strong enough, despite the fact that everyone, you know, t- he has the power of a God. But is it enough? You know, so, I mean, like the the mental, emotional aspects of it are the fun story part. So you need whatever power is applicable to the story you're telling. And and, and that's exactly what Ram- uh, Rambo and MC pointed out is. If you have a good storyteller, then you care about the story, not about just the, the smash punch part, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I love battles and stuff like that. We we do tournaments and stuff sometimes saying who would win in a fight between these characters. Um, so not, not to say that that doesn't have its place. But if all you care about is who would win in a fight and that's the only thing you care about, then, yeah, he's overpowered because he's always going to win. Um, but that's not the only thing that matters. So. You, know, you need to read a little deeper if 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 that's your thought on it at least in my opinion
3: yeah 100% rambo i, I don't think you actually like gave us your two cents on that one i mean i'm assuming the answer is no
0: <laughs> i mean like it's it's superman's not overpowered he's superpowered um i can think of at least one character off the top of my head that is in the same universe on the same team as that character who has additional superpowers superman doesn't have no one wants to talk about that. Exactly. Martian yeah. Manhunter. And it's because of the two characters. Superman is much more in the limelight and much more widely widely known. Um, the the overpowered argument, um, uh, you know, like I'm 100 with, percent with MC and in terms of it, like it's just a weak argument. Like it's it's a pop culture opinion. And I don't mean it's an opinion on pop culture. I mean, it is a widely held opinion that you don't actually have to put forth any effort on. And pop culture has told you exactly how you're supposed to feel about this. Um, Until very recently, Aquaman was always going to suck and always be lame because pop culture taught taught us this. Um, Regardless of the fact that, like, that opinion is formed from the the funimation cartoons were pretty much everyone was useless. Um, (laughs) And, and again, it was just sort of like cycled into pop culture and like, well, that just became a fact. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's the, the, the answer to, you know, who, you know, is the flash faster than Superman or like, can, can Green Lantern and Superman who wins in a fight? The answer is whoever the writer wants. Um, the, 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 it's the meta answer that no one really wants to sort of talk about. And, and, you know, like Steve mentioned, and like, like we've all talked about, um, it can be fun to explore those things. Um, when you have the right people and the right circumstances, but yeah, uh, uh, again, like, like it was previously mentioned, if all you're looking for is my dad can beat up your dad. Cool. I, I wish you all the best. We don't have to talk anymore. I am, I am not the kind of comic book fan uh, uh, or pop culture fan that is going to have a lot to say to you um, beyond, okay, cool, I'm glad you find a thing you like. That's great. They're, you know, the world is very rough and, and, and hard on people, so find joy wherever you can. Um, no, Superman is not overpowered, um, uh, as evidenced, if nothing else, by the fact that, like, Like Steve said, they have given him many, many other powers that have come and gone over time. Um, Super ventriloquism is not an exaggeration. That was a real thing in the comics. Also, the ability to shoot rainbows out of his fingertips Um, (laughs) and to create smaller versions of himself. Um, uh, uh, What else? Um, You know, like... like
3: like guys, old comic books were crazy. At they were point,
1: fucking <laughs> wacky.
3: At one point, there was a rainbow of Batman. I'm not even uh-huh. joking. Like they literally came in a rainbow of colors. There was red. There was orange. There was blue. There's like the whole spectrum, because comic books be crazy. <laughs> that's what it was basically. Like that's what and it boiled so, down
0: to. There's <laughs> a long and storied history about that, which we won't get into now. Nope. Um, but the short version is that, uh, comics couldn't be as adult as they had been at the time. And so they had to do more exaggerated. Basically, they were cut off from the storytelling that they had been doing for years. And so, you know, they had to broaden their horizons. And the places to go that they really hadn't been exploring were the absurd, were the big, crazy sci-fi stories. Um, and that's where you start really opening up the the gates and, and getting into the the big, weird, wild uh, Superman stories and Batman stories and, you know, Batman riding a, a, a dinosaur and, and, you know, uh, traversing an alien planet. Like, that's a thing. That's a thing that happened a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think that um, if the only, you know, just to, to reiterate what Steve was saying, if the only story you're going to tell is a story that involves strength and and winning a physical fight, sure, Superman's overpowered. Um, that's not a story I want to read. Um, I, I want those kinds of elements in the other stories I want, but I don't want that to be the only thing we're looking at. So let's delve into
3: some of the other stuff that is Superman. Okay. So let's talk about some of the other characters that are important uh, in the Superman universe. So with any hero, you have to have a villain. Like, otherwise, the stories are boring. He's just standing around with his cape flapping and he's not doing anything. Easily the, the arch nemesis of Superman is Lex Luthor, and there could be a lot of analysis into this. It's, it's, I don't even know what the actual story is right now, but just know that Lex Luthor is a regular person. He just happens to be really smart, and he happens to be really rich, and that's a good balance because that's how smart Lex Luthor is. Is he is a genuine villain, like the arch villain of Superman, a guy who has limitless godlike powers is contended with by a, just a regular dude. Um, I kind of go round table about this. I mean, like, if you guys know more about Luther, like, throw it in. Like, if you think there's another villain that stands up more than Lex Luthor, like, p- please j- jump in and be like, no, I actually think this guy would probably be more on par. MC, Rambo, whoever wants to jump in.
0: I, you know, I think that, so with Lex, um, the most popular version of that character uh, and is the modern one, um, which was essentially created in the 1980s when when John Byrne took over Man of Steel, um, or took over the Superman titles with Man of Steel, uh, and that is the you know uh, uh, corporate fat cat, uh, uh, you know, Trumpian sort of CEO version of the character. Uh, Lex Luther was a was a, a mad scientist when he was first created, um, and you know, yeah, you 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 make an excellent point about the fact that you know this is a character that can. It's 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 the perfect counter to the Superman is overpowered argument. Is well, his number one villain is just a dude. He's just a guy. Just some um, like yeah, like Lex Luthor. You know how you know how you defeat Lex Luthor? Give him a dry trisket and have him choke to death. <laughs> like you know, there's there's. He's 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 not super powered and in any way. In fact, when he's when he wants to go toe to toe, he's built a power suit that he wears uh, that gives him super strength um, and super speed and shit. Um, but Lex is if Superman is the best of humanity. Right. Lex Lut- Luthor represents the worst of humanity. He is selfish and greedy and. Um he's only concerned about how things will, will affect him and now and what you can do for him. Um he he turns everything back on to himself. Uh whereas Superman is, is constantly asking the question, how can I help people? Um there's a, a a great story um where essentially at the end of it, um, you know. Lex gets, Lex shoots Superman with a, a red kryptonite ray, uh, and so he loses power temporarily. And so they just end up having a fist fight on the beach. Uh, it's just two dudes like brawling, like going at it. And, you know, Superman's still jacked. Like, he's still a huge dude. Um, but while they're fighting, he's like, I was gone for, and this is a story where Superman's been out of the picture for an entire year. Um, and he's like, I was gone for a year, man. Where's the cure for cancer? All you said for years is like, oh, well, if Superman weren't here, I'd be able to do all these wonderful things. You know, he's like, where, why didn't you stop homelessness? You know, why is poverty still a thing in, Met- in Metropolis? It's because it wasn't ever about me. It's about you. It was always about your obsession. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, there's plenty of other other characters that are very much yeah. worthwhile. But as to like a number one, it's Lex Luthor. Yeah, for sure.
3: Um. Let me do this. I'll pose a different question to you, MC. Um, We haven't talked about his weakness yet. I mean, the glaring big weakness that, like, I think, again, another one of those things that's, like, embedded in pop culture so much so that, like, people will say, oh, it turns out that long division is my kryptonite. (laughs) Like, that's not actually mine. I can do long division. I'm just saying. Um, I've actually heard people say that. (laughs) Like, is kryptonite enough of a weakness for this guy? Because, like, how... This it has to be rare, but somehow everybody has like a giant chunk of it, like in the DC universe. Like it, it just it it's it's blown up pieces of a planet, and
1: everybody seems to have some. Uh, well, I mean, if I didn't know that that wasn't his only weakness, probably, but I mean, it's pretty known that uh, well, maybe it's not pretty known, but I know that isn't doesn't he also have a weakness to like red sun energy, uh, red sunlight also, and I feel like there's something else too. If Imagine. I'm correct,
3: if I'm correct on this one, Rambo, it's not so much that he's and, weak to red red sunlight. It's that he's strong because of the yellow sun of the Earth. So if he's in a, on a planet where the sunlight is red, he basically is just a regular dude.
0: Is that correct? Yeah. Um, like
2: Popeye doesn't have a spinach. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Without Popeye's funny strong forearm, kick your ass,
0: but uh, <laughs> yeah. If you if he doesn't, you know, if he gets some spinach, then he's gonna be extra strong. Um, he has Kryptonians... battleships in his arms. Yeah. It's 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 a thing. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Kryptonians are photosynthetic, um, and so they get, uh, most of their energy, uh, from the sun they're exposed to, and the the sun the 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 the, the sun of Krypton was a a red giant, um. And that is a weaker spectrum of energy. Uh, the yellow sun soul for, for the Earth uh, is a much newer, younger, uh, more intense energy. Uh, and because of this, man ha- has abilities that, you know, any Kryptonian would have if they were exposed to yellow kryptonite or yellow uh, yellow sunlight. Um, and red sunlight, it, it, it's not that it, uh, uh, like MC said, it's not that it, it or, or, yeah. Red sunlight doesn't, weaken him so much as it doesn't provide him with additional uh, um like extra on top nourishment
1: okay because i I think because i think some of the depictions i've seen uh or some of the plays i've seen red sunlight used made it seem like you know if they uh like in the injustice video game they have him in a room where he's constantly surrounded by it and it seems like that just kind of keeps him at bay and he can't really do anything
0: that's i mean that's an accurate uh uh, depiction in so much as um because his body um is actively absorbing light um that particular spectrum uh, um of of sunlight um supplants all of the yellow sunlight um so like like mike said he's basically just a guy um he's you know he's in very good shape uh, but he can't fly. He can't, uh, he, he loses all of the, the, the extra normal powers he would have in a yellow sun and conversion. And, and go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Sorry.
3: No, I was going to say that like, um, i oh, actually, you go ahead and finish your point. Cause mine was just a dumb joke. So go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well under, under different colored stars, Superman develops different abilities, um, that are wide and varied. Um, but, uh, he gets you know in, in, in uh, all-star superman the, the entire crux of that story is um he gets super exposed to the yellow su- to yellow sunlight and it supercharges his body but it starts to break him down and so the story is about superman dying him knowing it's coming um and having a very uh, a finite amount of time in front of him but he can do things that he wasn't able to do beforehand um, similarly in under like a a, a blue star you know, he gets faster and stronger. And, you know, I, I can't remember the, what the specific power was, but he, you know, he, he gets, he develops additional abilities um, because of just like the way that that his body uh, uh, reacts to sun.
2: So, what? conversely, going back to, to kryptonite, then I think, you know, the contrast is light and different colored lights affect him positively or neutrally. In the, in the case of like a red sun, like it's not a plus or a minus, it's just kind of a thing compared to like yellow or blue light the kryptonite is irradiated shards from his home planet uh the the traditional color is green and it like that's why you see in like in the you said in the injustice game they have a room full of the red light they had a room full of kryptonite it would actively be killing him it's a poison and they didn't want to kill him they wanted to uh imprison him you know what i mean so they kind of had to neutralize not not harm or murder and then other color kryptonites have a wide variety of effects because there's yeah. different shades there blue red you know rainbow all kinds of crazy kryptonites that yeah. d- do different nonsense as well and if it's
3: the synthetic one that was created by um richard <laughs> richard Pryor, it'll actually have him split into two different supermen uh well one being clark Kent, and then the other one is drunk dick superman which is my personal <laughs>
0: favorite total douchebag <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um, also, Kryptonite has the effect of making him an, unable to complete full sentences, which is the, <laughs> the Funimation cartoon taught me that. Cannot move Kryptonite an area. And yeah, but again, in those cartoons, all those superheroes were functionally worthless. Like Superman, <laughs> Superman never did anything in those in those at all. He was always he's Superman. And he's just like, oh, I've been neutralized by this rubber band. And you're like, what? <laughs> Again,
0: yeah, uh, very much so. Um, but yeah, straight up, like kryptonite is—it's—it gives—it causes radiation poisoning. Yeah. Um And human beings are not immune to that, as Lex Luthor found out when he had to have his hand amputated because his dumbass was wearing a kryptonite ring for years. Uh, and eventually, the doctor was like, "Hey, you know we're going to cut this off, right? Because because you're gonna you're gonna get cancer and die." Womp um, womp. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just uh, um, and arguably I think depending on the writer this has shifted, but I think Kryptonite is more intense under a yellow sun as well. It so is. it's not just Kryptonians, but 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 Krypton and everything from Krypton tends to react differently to uh, different light spectrum uh, light spectrums.
3: So what I want to do here is we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up the uh, the first uh, class, the first session of the uh, Geek One Hundred One here. I want to I want to wrap it up with what your favorite version of superman is just kind of round table but then also what we'll do rambo we'll give you a chance um and i and all of us too so what's your favorite version and then also like if you want to learn about this character where would you where would you do it? what's a great way to do it um mc go ahead man
1: well uh, <laughs> i was gonna say uh is, so are we we're wrapping up the superman conversation because i i like questions too. I don't know well, if we then, were like if we were going to continue if like Well this then is why it. don't we
3: why don't we do this? Why don't we open it up to questions and then we'll talk about our favorite versions. I like this. Like, <laughs> like, like it's an actual class. Yeah, yeah. Like I
1: I like by my own admission, like I know the least about Superman of everyone on this panel. Like I haven't seen I haven't like I don't remember the Christopher Reeves movies. I haven't seen Man of Steel. I have seen I my I've seen the cartoons and I've seen what's on the Arrowverse. That's kind of like my exposure and um, the injustice games, like that's kind of my Superman exposure. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I, yeah. Like, yeah. As I just had, I had a couple things that I was wondering, just kind of. So, I, and I guess this uh, this can be for I guess anyone here, but like, um, Superman was created in what, like, the late 1930s, early 40, 1940s, right? Yeah,
0: 1938.
1: Yeah. So, like, my okay. My first question is kind of. How has he kind of evolved from his original iterations to now? Cause I know like we, we've seen, we see it with a ton of other characters. I just had this conversation the other day about like how the, the X-Men originally, like how, what they originally were and how unpopular that was. And it really wasn't until, um, the, the, the Claremont run kind of, you know, kind of helped the new iteration of the team blow up and become as big and popular as it is. So like with Superman kind of how does his modern iteration like differ uh, or have changed since you know his original creation?
0: Um well, um that's an excellent question Mr. Brooks. Uh I would say you know from a uh, from a um, from a purpose standpoint um, I, you know, I talked earlier about Superman initially was designed to fight social ills. Um, he wasn't, you know, punching mad scientists and stuff. He was, you know, there's literally a story where, um, there's a slumlord that owns this huge tenement and, uh, he's not taking, he basically, he's, he's trying to evict people and he's not taking care of his tenants and stuff. And so Superman's like, so you're going to fix everything, right? The guy's like, No. And so Superman knocks down the building with everyone outside of it, and he's like, "Well, I guess you have to build a new building now. I'm off." And, <laughs> and takes bye. It off. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you, you know the the so so the the purpose of the character was initially very much um, he wasn't quite as nice as he is now, uh, and he was a little more aggressive and and was. He was always there to help the little guy, no matter what that meant. But he, uh, you know, there's there's a scene where he's he's got somebody under his arm and he's leaping between buildings because uh, uh you know initially couldn't fly. Um, and he loot, and the guy's like struggling. He's like, hey, you should stop moving around, or oh, 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 well, you fell. Not my fault. and <laughs> just keeps on going. I've got things um, to do. Yeah, he's like, well, I can't, I can't fly down and get you. You should stop squirming. Um, you know, he was, he was originally as strong as ten men. Uh, he was he was uh uh Hang on. but like what kind of men are we talking here like if it's strapping lads it's, oh okay um yeah. uh,
3: uh i'm sure there was
2: an ad in the comic that would let you be one of those 10 men. almost certainly oh, okay. yeah yeah
0: it's strong it as well, strong as 10 charles atlases not okay. as strong as 10 10 beach bums i was thinking like <laughs>
3: and if it's like mort goldman from family guy like 10 mort Goldmans, like
0: strength of oh, a thousand oh, hamsters um, <laughs> 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 you know, he, he was, he was you know, faster than speeding... Bu- you know, we, we, if you break down the, the original uh, uh, sort of pitch for him, faster than speeding, b- bullet, more powerful than locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. You know, all of those things come from strength. Um, and, yeah, the you know, the leaping of the buildings, he, he couldn't fly. He was just stronger than he could jump over the Empire State Building. Oh.
1: Um,
0: and with any kind of... Uh, um, uh, a fantasy like that you're going to have power creep over time you know we have to introduce new villains okay well these villains are too strong we have to make the character stronger um the term pre-crisis and post-crisis superman refers to uh pre-crisis being crisis and of being you know major milestone dc story which again we won't get into right now uh, but it was a big damn deal that cleaned house house. Uh, um, that could be
2: its own one hundred one.
0: One hundred percent. Oh, yeah. That's like a four yeah. part
2: story. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> there will be an exam on, on crisis later <laughs> <in terms. laughs>
2: issue by issue. Each episode,
1: you can,
0: you can point to the DC universe in general as pre crisis, both crisis. And with pre-crisis, Superman pre-crisis, Superman was doing things like juggling planets. Like that dude could do pretty much anything he wanted. Um, I if just had the circus think, music in my head. If you think the current Superman is OP, then holy shit, uh, pre-crisis Superman blows him out of the water. Um, so post-crisis, he was it was about grounding him a little more, uh, making him a little you know less OP. But again, power creep with time, you know he's gotten you know really <laughs> crazy strong again. Um, so yeah, the the biggest changes I'd say are the expansion of the power set, um, and his general demeanor, uh, he's he's gotten to be a much nicer guy uh, and much more of a Boy Scout than he originally was.
3: Well, and also, too, at one point, uh, kind of a, a quick answer to you uh, there, MC. At one point, I want to say it was... Um, was it Byrne who took over? Or, no, wait, hang on. When, Man of Steel, when they reset yeah, found,
0: the... Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah, when John Byrne took over, it, this was like late 70s, maybe, maybe early 80s. They basically re- they reset the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's and both, it was that's like, yeah.
3: Yeah, what it was is like, this is Superman. Here's his new uh, origin. Here's where he came from. These are his powers. And it kind of like took all that old stuff and they were like, hey, we're not we're not going to listen to that anymore. So, yeah, like that's when it really changed. And, and the, the Superman you know now basically is that Superman.
2: Yeah, and, and you'll see that. I mean, I guess if we're doing a 101, there's some real basic elements we can talk about. Anytime there's a new number one, that's kind of them saying, hey, here's a new jumping on point. And you might see little differences in kind of the character, the mentality. Usually the origins are about the same. But, you know, and that that's going to be true for almost any comic book character. If, if they're restarting the series, they might be doing it as a jumping on point, especially if lots of, you know, like new 52. That might be a little different than than the 1960s version of Superman. Yeah, Um, Yeah, just just as a a basic and I don't really have much to add on the character, but and correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. But if I'm remembering correctly, Superman's first appearance was action comics. Number one, Um, if you don't have one, go pick one up. They're super cheap. (laughs) Um, So they're everywhere, uh, too. Everybody can get one ubiquitous. Um, But that was kind of at the time. That wasn't a Superman comic. It was, uh, hey, we're going to publish some different stories every week. And it took time for kind of the results of the sales to come back. Because again, it was the 1930s and like world war two was happening. So it's not like the internet where we have instant results, uh, like we do now. And I don't think it was until what issue seven until they, they were like, Oh, oh my God, the Superman thing. This was amazing. We need to make this a Superman comic book now. Cause this went off like gangbusters. Um,
0: the, so the, oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. No, no, that, that, that's all. I just, I thought that was a fun little bit about like, well, how did he evolve? Well, it kind of started out as a one time thing. And then they realized how popular it was going to be and the, and the rest is kind of history.
0: The, the Superman story in action comics. Number one was put in as an afterthought. Um, Siegel and Schuster had pitched that character to a bunch of different publications and gotten shot down significantly. Um, and it was uh, at one of the publishers an assistant saw was going through the reject pile and saw the art and writing for uh, for the superman story and was like oh this is really great we should put this in um, and so he makes the cover but he is a backup story uh, in this this uh, uh, this comic wow. book um I, I didn't even know that that's Yeah it's it's I'm I'm listening to uh, an audiobook called Tencent Plague right now and they're talking about like they're, like they're really hardcore focusing on um, the development of comics and uh, we're about to get into the Wortham trials and shit. Um, which again is a whole other thing. Um, I'm being very good and not saying so many things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, he was, he was a hundred percent just an afterthought that somebody that an assistant of an editor uh, was like, I think we should really do something with this. Um, and within I think 19 issues, they spun off his own, spun, spun off the character uh, into his own series where they created the Superman comic Um while also having action comics become more Superman focused. Um, So yeah, that was a, that was a a big deal, particularly for a character that was essentially just, it was literally going to be thrown away.
1: Wow. Does that answer
3: your question, MC Brooks? Uh,
1: Yeah, it absolutely did. Um, So I guess uh, I'll I'll just do one more and then we can, we can move on. Um, What do you think? And Rambo, you, you kind of you posted something the other day that that, that I thought was interesting. Um, what do you guys think the appeal of the injustice Superman is? Because because full disclosure, like that was kind of my open door into actually learning more about the character too, which is I played the games and I was like, oh, this guy's yeah. kind of compelling as a villain, huh? I, I kind of um, like the idea of that. Let's start with Steve on this one, just
3: because me and Rambo have been dominate this for a little bit like no 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 worries yeah, yeah no
2: i i i don't buy video games much and injustice is one of the few i buy and, and i totally get what you're saying about him being a compelling villain and i think it's it's twofold one superman and almost all other characters their best villains are usually kind of already a mirror to themselves just a twisted dark mirror version of themselves so like we talked about lex Luthor. both superman and lex Luthor are people who have incredible uh, power. Now Superman's is physical. Lex Luthor's is financial influence, intelligence, and Superman uses it for good. Lex uses it for bad. So that's why he's such a compelling villain. And so I think with the nature of a multiverse and having a, you know, it goes all the way back to star Trek with the, the, the goatee version mirror mirror universe, people (laughs) having a evil version of a hero is always compelling because one, the good guy is still there. It's not like the good guy became bad. You still have your good guy over here safe that can you know still fight him or whatever, um, for one. For two, it's always fun to see, like, hey, can the good guy beat himself? Like, I- I- is he good enough to beat himself? And then additionally, um, going into the history of, like, what little twist of fate, what event happened, what could be so different to make this like Boy Scout turn into a tyrant, you know, and wh- where is that dividing line between the two? So I think when you wrap those elements together, it just makes people crave those kind of evil versions of a good character.
3: Yeah, I think that's a solid point, Steve. Um I always look at it as the I'm a big fan of like the what if concept as well, where it's like. The butterfly uh, butterfly effect, you know, what what one tiny change would change the whole thing. But also, too, it's that role reversal that people really dig. You know, it's the what would it take to make this blue Boy Scout become essentially like, you know, fascist Superman? What, What would it take? And... I, I personally like I like the Injustice series a lot. I think it's a really compelling read. I also don't think that even if that did happen, even if Joker did do what he did, I don't think it would turn Clark into a, a raging fascist Superman. Um, I, I'm of the belief that that just wouldn't happen. I understand where they're coming from. Like this is the thing that broke Superman. I just don't think it would ever happen personally. But um, yeah, no, it's super interesting Like because you always love seeing that alternate reality concept. And uh, at play with that.
0: Rambo? Um, I, I don't say this to undercut what you guys have said. I, I agree with the points you're making. Um, I, I think that there is more of a meta um, cynical aspect to it, which is um, people are more comfortable with corrupt uh, symbols. Um, it sense. is much easier uh and to some degree more comfortable uh to to present something that is tarnished than that is pure um the you know aside from the overpowered argument the the constant complaint i hear from non-fans uh is that you know superman's a boy scout you know oh he's so he's he's so good and it's said in this way of like, you know, ugh, he's so good. They're annoyed by it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah they 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 are upset by this uh, this idea that um that there exists a, a character who's own who, who doesn't have an M O, who doesn't have you know some ulterior motive like who's you know his deal is I want to help people. And I want to do it to the best of my ability. It happens that my ability is wide and varied. So let's help as many people as we can. Um, Evil Superman is a a very convenient go-to. Um, it is something you'll see a lot of in a lot of different places. I can think of three or four Elseworlds scenarios off the top of my head. Uh, that include what if Superman was raised in Stalinist Russia? What if oh, Superman was son. Raised, I love by, that story. raised by uh, uh, by Darkseid? Um, uh, you know, you, you you more often than not see it. if, if it's a Superman story and it's in Elseworlds, it's, yeah, but what if he was bad? <laughs> okay. No, even, I mean, even
2: to a degree, the one villain we didn't mention Zod. That's just essentially yeah. an evil Superman. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs>
3: What if Superman was a dick and, you yeah. know,
0: what if he was an <laughs> asshole? It's like, oh, well, then we'd all be dead. Uh, <laughs> I. There's there's a larger point um, that I wanted to make, and I can do it now or I can do it a little later. Um, it, so the boys, the boys is on its second season. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't watched it and you have an appetite for violence Um, if, if you are not someone who is easily offended or squeamish, I highly recommend it. Uh, it is doing some really, really impressive, uh, satire. Um, and I, let's do a, let's do a shameless plug. If you want to know
1: what
3: season one is like, I have a review of it. You can check it out. It's on great. There you go. go. And Um, I'm not squeamish by things, but this show (laughs) It got me a couple times where I was like, "Ew, dude, that's
0: whoa." It that's is wrong. Incredibly like, <laughs> violent. Yes. Um. It is. It it it's a show about the abuse of power. Um, and the 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 superhero team on the show is called the Seven. They are very clearly supposed to be a Justice League analog, but where I think that there's some confusion is. The individual characters are not true pastiches of the Justice League. You have your your Batman character and your Superman character and your your, your Aquaman and such, but they're not supposed to be individual parodies of those characters. They're there uh, from a meta standpoint as just like, this is an easy way for the audience to, to kind of glomp onto them and like recognize them and and it's it's a familiarity thing right um we need to we need to applaud you for the use of the word pastiche (laughs)
3: um like nobody nobody's gonna say it all right yeah bravo well done
0: Thanks, sir um homelander is not just the most powerful character not just the the you know the superman analog but he is easily the primary villain of the show um and it's because it's not he's not a character of like you know what if Superman turned evil Homelander is a showcase of unchecked power Um, if if you gave the abilities that Superman has to not just a regular person but a person that knew that there was no one who could stop them that knew that there was no one who really loved them um, actually honestly that's something we didn't talk about Uh, And that is a huge, huge part of Superman's character. It's not just that Superman is an immigrant. It's not just that he came from an alien world. It's when he arrived here, he wasn't greeted with, you know, rocks thrown at him, uh, told to go back to where he came from, put in a fucking cage. Um, Immediately treated like he was immediately given open arms. The people that found him saw him, saw that there was a child that was in need of a family and gave him that family. And that is a huge, huge part of his character. He was taught by Jonathan and Martha Kent to do right. If you can help someone, you do it. If, if, if a friend asks you for help, you help them.
3: Yeah. Apparently he's Wayne from (laughs) letter And,
0: and that's a major, major aspect of his character. Um, he I mean, got no second. Of... I'm just imagining
3: Superman as Squirrelly Dan having that conversation with, <laughs> with Wayne and Derry about the date that he went on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and now yeah. it's, and it's like clear. Superman, it's Superman and then Batman and like Green Lantern are like throwing the baseball and he's like, uh, you guys uh you ever had uh, a lady friend uh, put her finger in your buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> That ever happened to you guys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> suddenly it's very tense in, in, in the satellite. Um, or, or Superman. <laughs> you know, I so, you know, that that's that's a big part of the Homelander character is Homelander doesn't have anybody that loves him. Um, and so he's just angry and he's he's anger with unchecked, uncal- incalculable power. Um, and Superman is is the exact opposite of that in terms of his personality. Um, there was a an interview that Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman, uh, did a couple years back uh, as, pro, as press for the movie. Um, and one of the questions she was asked is, you know, this is kind of a cheesy question, but what are you hoping that people will take from this movie? And her immediate response was, cheesy? No. Cheesy is a word that's banned in my world. Um, the quote she offered up is something that I think is is quintessential to the power and ability of a character like Superman uh, and Wonder Woman and, you know, Batman at its best. Um, and it's, I'm tired of sincerity being something we have to be afraid of doing. It's been like that for 20 years that the entertainment and art world has shied away from sincerity, real sincerity, because they feel they have to wink at the audience because that's what the kids like. We have to do the real stories. Now the world is in crisis. We're experiencing a degree of cynicism and darkness and horrible shit that a lot of folks haven't seen for a long time. Um, the solution to that is not to turn dark and cynical ourselves, but to turn against it and go further toward the light. There is an earnestness. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, Superman represents truth, justice, the American way. But originally when the character was created, it was truth, justice, and hope. Um, like many things. Wow. Like many things, it, it got added. You know, there's a, a patriotic edge that got added to things because, you know, raw America. You
3: um,
2: know, Nazi, Nazis will do that. Nazis will do <laughs> that. That'll make people care a little bit different. <laughs>
0: um,
3: what do you think about that? Hitler, he's ours. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And, you know, face. and and, and, and you know, to Steve's point, I, I, I hope that that was that me saying that wasn't misread as, you know, I think that that is I, I don't think that that's the jingoistic thing that it could now it be it could now be interpreted as.
2: Um, no, 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 no. Because, I mean, it was it goes back to a point you made before that, you know, he had a family that loved him and that the American way is that we are a melting pot. Right. I mean, it is that people from all over from different backgrounds have a home here and the important thing is that you come here and you use your ability to make things better and he exactly. just happen has the most ability out of everybody right but to me that is the american way right is 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 you know despite some of the the negative that has gone through our entire history as a country the 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 thing about it is is the american way is we're stronger than we than our weaknesses you know we're we're always overcoming things and and it, Back to the very beginning of it, that's what we're talking about Superman because he's a symbol of that. So, no, I, I did not take it that way at all, Rambo.
0: I, you know, I, uh, Superman represents the best of us, uh, and the best of our abilities. Um, Steve mentioned it earlier, uh, and I think there's a big difference traditionally between DC characters and Marvel characters. Um, Marvel characters, for the most part, are we they, they represent who we are. Um, Spider-Man is just a guy. He just happens to have superpowers. Uh, but he still has to make rent, and he still has problems with his girlfriend. The Hulk is, is somebody, you know, who doesn't know how to control their anger. Um, and so on and so forth. But the DC characters have much more of a sort of Olympian nature to them, where they're the characters we kind of aspire to be. And well, no one's as good as Superman. Well, you know, I can think of one guy about 2,000 years ago, um, he was about as close as you're gonna get. Um, and again, no one is expecting anyone any expecting anyone to be Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you know, the goal isn't I'm going to be Christ today. It's I'm going to be Christ like. Um, you're not supposed to be Batman, but if you can look at that character and see what that kid get went through and that how how that drove him. To be better and stronger and more able to help other people. What and happened you can, to me will not happen again. Exactly. You know, you can take something from that. Um, Superman is, at the end of the day, the ultimate version of um, what can I do to help you right now and other people around me. When, when I'm wearing my Superman shirt, I'm less of an asshole. I'm, I'm conscious of it. I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that like, if a little kid sees me wearing this and I am rude to someone that means something. That kid's going to be like, man, Superman's a dick. Superman's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, I, that's, it's a symbol that means a lot to me and, and, and a character that means a lot to me. Um, and so I, I hope that people are able to sort of tamp down their cynicism enough to step back and realize that there's you know it's not about realism um it's about aspiration
3: yeah and that's a that's a really good point so what i want to do is i want to go ahead and, and close up shop here for our our first uh our first session of the superman 101 the geek 101 if you will um go around kind of round table here. I'll start with mine. Um, your favorite interpretation of the character and like if you were gonna recommend to somebody where they start with Superman, where would it be? I the 1978 Christopher Reeve Superman movie.' I, I'm, it's not perfect, but like it's a really good intro to that character. You get his origin story you 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 get a an actor who, understands what the character is supposed to be both Clark Kent and Superman and it's a classic version of the character it's the this is all of the the basic things there's no like tweaks to it I mean there's some things in the in the current runs right now where I'm not gonna get into that but like this is the if you wanted to start somewhere I would say there or I really 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 like the animated series I'm a big fan of the animated series and I think that that really does a good job of of Not just giving you just Lex Luthor, but you also get all of his other villains, some of the crazy ones, like Mr. Mix. I can't even say his name correctly. is Pitlick. Thank you. And he's voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. So, like, it's just (laughs) fucking fantastic. Those episodes are so funny. But then also you get introduced to the Justice League, too, which is kind of a cool thing as well. I would say one of those two. Those are like my two favorite. That would be the best place to get introduced to that character. Um, Steve, what would you say? is like your, your Superman, more or less.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the Nintendo 64 video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, notoriously terrible video game, do not play it. Um, so, mm, who is mine? That's a great question because where was I introduced to Superman? It's the same place you just mentioned, that 90s uh, animated series. I, I'd watched the the Batman and the Superman animated series, and there was some really great voice work, and you got a lot of it. So, um, but what I've enjoyed the most, uh, I'll just take it to another media, because I kind of feel like Rambo's going to cover the comics the best of us. So I'll say the animated films. Uh, There's a lot of great like one hour hits of Superman stories. Uh, Rambo mentioned one Superman Red Sun just came out, uh, but there's some other ones. I know one you really like, Mike, Superman versus the elite. Uh, That's a great story. There's an animated version of that. There's, uh, you know, Doomsday, Death of Superman, and there's some Justice League ones that Superman's in as well. Uh, If you like the Injustice stuff where you see evil versions, everyone, there's a crisis on two Earths where there's like an evil version of the Justice League. Uh, There's a lot of good ones that involve Superman and DC. Their animated universe of of films is um, pretty on point. It's it's famous for for how well they do those stories and the voice acting. So I'd recommend starting there, too. Yep.
1: MC. Well, I'm gonna second Steve because uh, that was what I was gonna mention. All of the animated films I've, I've watched, I've watched quite a few of them. I, I haven't seen everything in the DCAU, but I've watched quite a bit of them. Uh, last year, I watched the Death of the Superman and Reign of the Superman, which is pretty good. Um, I I don't I don't think I've seen Red Sun, but I've, I've watched a lot of the earlier uh, Justice League films in the AU, and they're all pretty fantastic. So I'll second all of those. And I'll also second, turn um, down second. I'll also bring up uh, the Young Justice series, which doesn't focus on Superman so much as you get to see Superman in, in relation to his relationship with Connor Kent with Superboy in that series. And I found that to be kind of really interesting, also, because you don't necessarily, I mean, you do get Superman as the hero as we know him, but you also kind of get to see him be the mentor. Figure To Connor who's kind of trying to figure this thing out uh, trying to figure out like how am I supposed to be what am I supposed to do with his being a hero look like to me um, and, and, and kind of the impact that, that Clark has on him as he progresses from just being really angry and kind of all over the place early to kind of really embodying uh, everything that, that Superman stands for by the time you get to the, some of the later seasons. James Rambo. Um,
0: I think that the best non-comic representation of the character is probably, uh, like you guys said, the animated series. Um, the Justice League Unlimited cartoon is also incredible. Yes. Um, highly recommend both of those. Um, if we're talking live action, uh, Tyler Hecklin's performance of Superman on Supergirl has been spot on and really well done. Um, yeah, they I give really him enjoyed it too. They give him a lot of opportunities to to smile and to, to be nice to people, um, which is awesome. Um, but uh, but like Steve said, um, you know, he is kind of a comic book character. Um, Superman versus the Elite is an adaptation of one of the anniversary issues of Action Comics, it's Action Comics 775 and the story is called what's so funny about truth justice, the American way. Um, it was, so the, the, the elite are a parody of the authority who are a parody of the justice league. Um, and both the authority and the elite are essentially like, well, what if they just did whatever they needed to do to get the job done? Uh, and that sometimes means being a little dirty and being a little rough. Um, and that is one of the single greatest issues of that, that features that character that I've ever read. Um, none of the video games have really gotten it 100% right. The closest you get is the, the Xbox 360 Superman Returns game that had a yeah. really interesting uh, mechanic where uh, um, Superman's strength isn't, like his health isn't tied to himself. It's tied to the city. So if you're not consistently going around and saving Metropolis, you will die eventually. Like, you'll fail. Um, but uh, you know, as far as the, the movies are concerned, I think Chris Reeve is probably you know the gold standard in terms of how to portray the character. I'm not huge on, on those movies, but I think that his performance in those movies is incredible. Um, with that said, I haven't seen a single one of the actors who plays Superman do it badly in any of the movies based on what they had to work with. I think Brandon Routh did a fantastic job. I think Henry Cavill has the potential to do something really amazing with that character, but the writing he keeps getting makes him this dour, angry, you know, sad character. Um, And it's part of what I don't like about, like I, I like the injustice game just fine. uh, And the injustice comic is phenomenal uh, far better than it has any right to be. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, the, the Superman and Man of Steel and more so in, 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 Batman versus Superman is someone who is very upset with the powers and abilities they have. Um, and it, it, it could be a cool character and a cool interpretation of something if it weren't called Superman. um, for me, though, I, I you know, it, it's hard to, to get past the, the comics, uh, and there's two runs in particular that I really love. Um, a guy named Jeff Johns and uh, an artist named Gary Frank um, did a, a 12-ish issue run uh, of Action Comics uh, that was broken up into two stories. One is called Superman the Legion of Superheroes, and the other is called Brainiac. Um the two stories focus on the two things that you hear in the name, um, with the first one being, um, a story where Superman gets pulled into the Legion, uh, pull, pulled, by the Legion into the future, uh, where a, uh, a new justice league has taken over and there is no more Legion of superheroes. Um, and earth is now under a red sun. Uh, and they have completely, uh, Uh, rewritten history to say Superman not only wasn't an alien, Superman was a human who hated aliens. Um, and that the new justice league is actually, uh, they're all human. Uh, they're all from earth. Um, and they have been going out and systematically wiping out the, the Legion characters. And so it's this great example of like, you know, Superman arrives in the future. He has no powers because the, 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 the sun is red. Um, And so he has to help the Legion, the existing members of Legion, you know, undo all this awful shit um, just by being himself. Um, The other story is called Brainiac, and it is one of my favorite Superman stories, hands down. Um, It is absolutely heartbreaking by the end of it. Uh, I will say if anyone has lost a parent, you are forewarned. Um, because it was also a big setup for a much larger story um, in DC continuity. Um, but Gary Frank draws like his, his Superman looks like Chris Reeve, uh, which is cool. Um, and it's beautifully written and wonderful art. Um, if you want a longer form story, the most well, one of the most recent, but up until now, the most recent um, Superman run by uh, Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. Uh, just called Superman proper. Um, The first volume is called Son of Superman, and it is a sort of an undoing of the new 52. It's from the Rebirth line uh, of DC Comics, um, and it establishes Superman and Lois having been married uh, for years and years. Uh, They have a son named John who is about 10 or 11 years old, and it is a story about Super Dad, Super Dad and Super Son. And, you know, him learning how to be uh, like, like learning how to, how to bring his, his son into into the fold in terms of powers and abilities and, you know, teaching him how to be, you know, the best version of himself that he can be. Um, and it is it ran about 40 issues. Uh, the whole thing's in trade and it is highly recommended is it's some of the best Superman comics I've read in a long, long time good
2: stuff man what I, I like what i heard out of all of that real quick is that rambo said i think every live action version of superman i don't think i've seen a bad one transitive property rambo loves dean kane
0: oh i <laughs> totally forgot about dean kane um he's a piece of garbage but his portrayal of superman uh, uh at the time was actually quite good, good um him. i remember but, my yeah. folks watching that show he's he's the fucking worst uh, <laughs> he's such a he's such a scumbag. Like way to way to to way to take one way to take the only uh, ethnic portrayal of that character and just drive it into the fucking ground. Um, and and also to 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 be so closely tied with such a symbol of hope and and good faith, and then be like, but what about these fucking immigrants? And you're like, dude. <laughs> you, <laughs> You do realize
3: that you're famous for playing, uh, play, right? Like, you you're, you know that? Are you, you are, are you famous being for
0: one thing, and you are shitting all over that thing. <laughs> hey, he played for the Buffalo Bills, too. That, did he? Yeah, he did. No shit. It was a free oh, safety. I know
3: that. He Wait, sucked. What? Yeah, <laughs> you guys didn't notice? <laughs> what? You guys didn't notice? Yeah, no. Dean came, yeah, Dean King played, uh, played NFL, in the NFL. Really uh, um, I'm pretty sure he played for the Bills. Let me double check it. Uh,
0: yeah, they,
3: they, uh, they, uh uh Yeah, yeah. Immediately yeah, after wow. graduating, Kane signed on as a free agent with the NFL Buffalo Bills, but a knee injury during training camp ended his football career prematurely. So Huh.
2: Never yeah. knew that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well that's and, uh, it for Dean Kane hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: funny, if you look back on his, his early career, there's a particular role uh he had a very a very small role in a different world episode mm-hmm. uh that really kind of solidified who he is and who he would be. Um, where he's just a fucking racist. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a racist that goes to, I think, one of the sister schools of Hillman. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's just a fucking asshole who gets into a fight with Dwayne and Ron. Um, and like, you know, It's not that we hate you. We just wish you'd go back to where you came from. Like, okay, dude. Wow. Good job. <laughs> All right, wow. well done. No one besmirches
3: the good name of Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> How dare he? Uh Guys, this is inform. I mean, like, I even learned stuff about Superman that I didn't know. So, I think
2: we all did, man. That was great.
3: Yeah, this was good stuff. What I want to do is we're going to go and wrap it up. Um, thank you, all of you out there for listening. We, we appreciate We appreciate that you share our podcast with your friends and your family. Um, and even maybe even people you don't like. Maybe it's a bridge, you know. Like, let's be friends and enjoy this thing together. Either way, we appreciate that you are helping us share this thing that we're doing. Um, Make sure that you're checking out the website, greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great reviews, lots of great articles there, other podcasts as well. Uh, But also, too, we now have a t-shirt shop. Oh, man, you didn't know this, did you? Yeah, if you go to greatgeekrefuge.com slash GGR hyphen shop, there's t-shirts that you can buy. There's stickers that you can buy. Lots of cool stuff. All of the money goes to helping us run this website. So please... Get a get a t-shirt. Check out the stuff that I'm doing uh, for my National Football League um, line as well, which has t-shirts and it has hoodies. I'm making hoodies. In fact, I'm going to make a GGR hoodie here real, real soon too because the hoodies look awesome. But check it out. Buy some. Share them. Even if you don't like them, just buy them. It's great. You're helping us out. I want to thank James Rambo. I want to thank MC Brooks. I want to thank Steve Monick uh, for doing what they do on this awesome podcast. Without you guys, it would be me talking to myself, and that's just weird. So I appreciate you guys being a part of this. Um, Again, try to stay safe, guys. I know it's crazy out there. Things are nuts. Everybody's angry. Everybody's pissed off. Do the best you can to try to keep some peace. Try to find some good in the world. And as MC says so eloquently in our theme song, together there are no heights we can't reach. You guys have a great night.
0: Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
2: This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) Yeah, boy!